Maybe. And then the guy walked into a bar. It was amazing. What is up? What is up, loud and nerdy on a Wednesday night? I'm not uh, in a dark place stuff. like last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, were you in a dark place last week? I mean, my friends, my buddy's apartment. It was like weirdly lit, and I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, I was. I was, I so was worried. I was worried you were getting ready to start in Hostel Three, and um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he was weirdly lit. I do like that. The moment that the camera came on, he immediately jumped up and ran away. Usually, how it goes scurried into a corner um he was like I, but you've had a big better. week you've uh my name is jw Cowell. you are paul spratt master comedian you've had a lot of shows and stuff this week right before uh we go into a major uh lockdown right i mean that's where we're getting locked down again the president well, I don't know. it really the depends president on said no more lockdowns <laughs> <laughs> the current it, it president really, <laughs> it really well and we know he's we know he loves governors so it really depends on your governor florida <laughs> wide open Pennsylvania, probably not open. North Carolina, maybe open. I don't know. I mean, they're still open right now. I don't know uh, if they are going in a different direction or what they're going to do. But but it's, it's, it's right raging. now it's open. It's raging. It's raging out there. And oh, it's definitely raging. <laughs> um, you know, I, I you've had a good week though. I've had a terrible like I've had a terrible week. I'm tired. Um, I'm. I think I'm getting sick, but I don't think it's Corona because I've already had it. And then there was a study out that's eight months. I thought it was three months. <laughs> no, they changed the eight. There was another, there's another study today that said you could have it for like eight months if you get it. Booyah. So maybe, maybe I'm, I, I've, I've heard it. Maybe lingers. I'm safe. Yeah, well, well, my wife, my wife had all kinds of stuff for, for a couple extra months. She just had like weird, quirky little like back pain and, um, leg pain and chest pain and head pain and just so crazy. But um, so hope I, I just don't want to get it again. I, I want to avoid that. Um, but it's, it's been tough. Well, week has been tough. They ain't um, locked down yet, so you can go fuck yourself, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> there's allegedly allegedly another lockdown. But I mean, if well, there isn't, like, if there is a lockdown, we're here. We're here we're every Wednesday night. Every Wednesday, we um, are here we talking found, about we, the we end of movies. Each, we, <laughs> <laughs> we found each other back during the, the this whole pandemic thing when this started. The the pandemic is why Loud and Nerdy is back, though. So we, I mean, there are some positives, right? I mean, the pandemic got us a new president, like all kinds of like there are positives. Yeah. Um, but two hundred two hundred fifty thousand people as of tonight have died. It's a bummer. Crazy. Um. And speaking of dying, movie theaters are on the deathbed, kids. That's the that's the oh, that's the start of the night. We're gonna talk about it. Uh, <laughs> it is on the docket. It's uh, definitely shit, on yeah. the docket. We it's it changed our docket. But here's the funny thing about that poll. Yeah, before, great about but they we were have talking caused, about it. We have caused two things to happen this week. So, or or things where if you watch our show, you know you knew in advance what was going to happen. Oh, actually, one thing that you knew was going to happen, and the one thing we actually caused. Right. I'm very excited about that. I mean, we we made a huge difference. We yes, brought it we, together. we caused it. I'm I'm going on record with you that we caused it. Um, what, what would you like to start with tonight? 
What's going on? Like, do you well, want to talk about your shows? How did your shows go, by the way? We have segments for a reason. I know, but, <laughs> but I'm I, but I'm an improv guy. You're you're a you're a set guy. I'm an improv guy. I can do both, but I uh, thought uh, you know, as a show, we have everything we should have laid out. What That's are we starting? Works. What are we starting with, Mister Set Nazi? Go ahead. Well, we usually talk about what you know. The week banter. I was trying to we banter right, was, in the beginning. I was, I was asking how your week was. I was asking how your shows went. My shows were great. Saturday was fire. Saturday was really good. Thursday was really good. Missy and Kyle came. I don't. Thursday. I don't know if anybody saw the pictures from Saturday, but you all looked like you were uh, trying to get into a Pearl Jam video. And listen, uh, white guys wear flannel. flannel. It's what we do. There was um, a lot of flannel and not a lot of uh, getting laid. Just a lot of flannel. Uh, well, was there getting laid? Was there getting laid? Or a lot of flannel? <laughs> What's debatable? There was a lot of flannel. There was That's a lot of flannel. Debatable. That's not debatable. So, okay. So, like, getting late, I guess, is not debatable. Okay, moving on. I don't want to get uh, in anybody's I, business. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. The shows are really good. I mean, Thursday was as full as it probably could be with all the COVID rules. And then Saturday we sold out bullsh- <laughs> sold out. <laughs> bullsh- sold out every, every third uh, seat. Yeah. yeah. Are you back in North Carolina now? Because you're, uh, you're not in the Eli Roth hostel apartment that you were in last week. I am back in my uh, other hostage location in North Carolina. So I just <laughs> – I. Uh, <laughs> well, there you go. I, so – Spreading the seed as, as he spreads comedy. That's what you can do. I mean, if you want to get terrible, late, you I've come had, to a false spread show. I've had a terrible week of work. I've been sick. I, I don't feel great. Um, and now I, I come in and it's just, you know, the news was hot and heavy today as we're, as we're proceeding things. I've gotten messages from uh, our good friends over at Film Buff Online, uh, Rich Dries and Natasha Bogutsky, who's on, they're both on the show. Because we were talking about this on their show, what was going to be the first major movie, right? And now the news, but okay. And now the news. Well, did I, I did see did I, did the I other story. Seconds? I don't know. You didn't. We're not on the news yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did watch, I tried to watch Freaky. So we usually talk about what we watched. Oh, yeah, I no, attempted no, yeah. to watch Freaky. You did. You said you saw the whole thing. I saw the whole thing, yes. Uh, Freaky is one of the best slasher films since scream i would go because scream is one of my all-time favorites um but freaky is really good and what i would say the thing that makes freaky so amazing first off it had a great weekend at the box office in a pandemic right so it's a three point seven million dollars is a good three point seven million dollars is a huge weekend that's really bad it's a huge weekend in the pandemic um so it had three point seven million dollars um, it, it's going to be a very profitable movie for Universal. It didn't cost a lot to make. Um, it cost six million dollars to make. How much did Vince Vaughn get paid for it then? Like I, I don't, I don't know, but Vince Vaughn is really good, uh, and Catherine Newton's really good in it. It, it is, it is got. It's a high concept slasher movie. I want to start off there, but it follows all the slasher rules. Has new high rules concept. it brings in. It is high. <laughs> Well, it's high concept. It's a high concept slasher. It's not just a guy who uh, is going around killing. Like Childs plays a high concept slasher movie, right? Any anytime you have a guy putting his body, his soul into the body of a, a, a you know a, a toy, right? Like a possession movie. Like a possession movie, then it becomes high concept. This is high concept <clears throat> because it takes the Freaky Friday um, body yeah, switch. 
adds and, murder to it. And adds murder to it. And the murders are glorious. Like, I know you shouldn't say murders are glorious, but the murders in this movie are so good and they're so creative and they're so much fun. Uh, you know, you know, when anytime Alan Ruck Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off is on screen, he he's kind of funny. He's kind of overbearing, which is odd because you never thought yeah. Cameron would be that way, but he is. But Vince Vaughn is so good in this movie. He crushes it in this movie. Well, he at least for the half that I saw. The half that I saw was really good. And the girl, Catherine Newton, really crushes it too. She's really good. Um, the director, Christopher Landon, has done some great movies. Um, Disturbia. How old is she in real life? Catherine Newton? That's a great question. Yeah. Because that added to my right like reasoning why I only saw half of it. <laughs> <laughs> I well, went to see it by myself in Cinemark in music. So I was like, sweet, I have some time to kill. I have no everybody else is at work. I'll go you watch had, yeah, a you movie had some, by myself. You, you had some problems, right? You had And then I had a entire row of thirteen to sixteen, maybe. How did they get girl. in? I have no idea. I mean, it was like five o'clock, so it wasn't like aggressively late, but yeah, but no. how, but how did I they get in the already movie? And why didn't you I go? No idea. Go get them thrown out. Because I'm not that guy. I'm not going to get you. But you are that guy because you, you instead of going to get them thrown out, you left the movie and didn't see it. Yeah, but that's my shit. That's not their shit. I left because I felt like that creepy old guy just sitting in the back. <laughs> I'm watching a movie where teenagers <laughs> are being murdered and also sexualized. <laughs> I'm 37. I'm in the movie alone. And these underage girls are trying to talk to me. I'm like, I gotta get the fuck out of here because nobody's gonna believe that I was. But the I didn't murder the teenage one. girls. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, but it, but okay. So, well, that's terrible. I, I would like I they started it. I had I'm nothing not, to do with I'm it. Not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. I would have been the guy that actually uh, went outside and got everybody. But um, it's a great movie, though. I mean, I'm sorry you didn't get to see the whole thing because it actually gets. I'll go it, see the other half. One of these. Yeah. The, uh, it, well, you better hurry. <laughs> um, we don't have a lot Where's of time. Go? Well, I'm not saying the movie's going anywhere. I'm just saying movie theaters might be going somewhere. Um, so the the director, though, is where the highlight is. Christopher Landon. He wrote Disturbia. He's he's written three Paranormal Activity movies, but he's most famously known for making the Happy Death Day movies. Um, and those, if and I'm gonna and it's the gonna same talk. girl, right? She was in Happy no, Death Day too. No, no, no. Looks it's not really familiar. Yeah, it's not the same girl in Happy Death Day. Um, I, what I would say is, is she, ah, the girl, Catherine Newton, she's been in Big Little Lies and a bunch of other things, and she's just on fire. But the director, Christopher Landon, is really on fire. Because if you haven't seen, um, first off, Freaky is really good. You should go see it, or whenever it comes out in video on demand, by all means. I like Disturbia a lot. That's that uh, Shia LaBeouf movie. It's a really good movie. It's, it's a play, that right, movie's it's a, great. It's a play on it's a play on um, it's a play uh, on uh, Rear Window, which is really good. Um, but he uh, he's had a bunch of movies, but the the main ones are Happy Death Day, the Happy Death Day movies. Um, and if you haven't seen the Happy Death Day movies, and he made two of those, right? Really good. Yes, uh, he wrote the second one, didn't direct the second one, but he directed the first one. And those movies are really um, again high concept. But so you know he does Freaky Friday this one. Happy Death Day is Groundhog Day, right? Groundhog Day with with murder. 
This is Freaky Friday <laughs> with murder. redoing all the movies well, with murder. Yeah, but, but they have to be high concept. They have to be well done. You can't pull this off and not and and be able to go whatever. And what I think it, it might actually start a genre, like a different genre within the horror realm, because I was reading. Um, so this movie is a play on Freaky Friday. And again, the takeaways are Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn is so amazing when he does the body switch and he's just, he's playing a 17 year old girl. He's incredible in the role. Like he's just awesome. He's really good as the killer too. It's all Vince Vaughn. It's he, all is, Vince Vaughn. he is terrifying as the killer too. Don't get me wrong. But when he's playing the 17 year old girl, it's really good. Well, um, does he go back to the killer at any point in the movie? Not to give it away, but sort of. he's only the killer for maybe like, I mean, well, like the first, the first, that's it. the first scream sequence, right? The first, the, yeah. the, the scream homage sequence with the teenagers being dumb and those kills are absolutely amazing. The first, Some four are kills, Some the first are no, they're, they're, no, they're, they're wow. uh, again, for, for a horror fan, for a horror fan, you'll go, Oh, that's great. They, they, the this first, guy was in the, right, this guy was in the same two. video. This guy was in the same video section I was in when I was a kid, is what I thought when I watched the them. third one. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, what the, the fourth one, though, the fourth was well, the fourth kill. When the well, first off, that girl is one of the dumbest girls in the history of horror movies. Yeah, but like, you have a you have a crossbow. What are you doing? Um, just stay there the whole time. That, the yeah, that fourth kill. That's really good because it's set up and then it's and yeah. it delivers. Um, I saw it okay, I, are you talking? About, you're talking about the tennis racket kill. You I'm talking about the tennis racket. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the? Fuck? I liked it. It was it was creative. Um, it was just like goofy, but that's the thing. Goofy. But that's the thing. The thing about this movie that's so much fun is that it again for me. I felt like I think Christopher Landon was in was in the same horror section that I was in when I was a kid, like watching right. gory movies in the eighties and nineties. Um, it's got a lot of throwbacks, but Vaughn is really good. It's got a really cool ink and curse thing going on. That's great. <laughs> it's, yeah. I was hoping I, uh, there's no, there's no teaser at the end of the movie, but I was really, the movie is set up. God, please give me, give me another, another movie with this, with this knife. Um, love it. I love the movie. Um, but what I think is, is interesting. I think it could lead to another genre in horror where we're doing these high concept slasher movies. Cause I, I read about another one. Seth Rogen is producing one, another one about a cursed VHS tape. So four kids are watching a VHS tape on a Saturday night at their house. They get sucked into the, the cursed VHS tape and they're living in an eighties horror film. So it's like Jumanji with murder, like Jumanji <laughs> with murder, right? So it's everything's with murder. Uh, oh, the horror genre is always with murder. You add yeah. with murder, but what I'm saying is it's it's a it's a new genre where they're it's not just a like a guy killing coeds at a camp. It's we're gonna we're gonna build uh, build a couple layers on here, try to keep and keep the tropes. There's not a moment in Freaky and in the beginning for the beginning opening segment or any of the like the friends or the 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 final girl. There's none of none of the tropes are are misconstrued at all at any point. They're right. all right there in front of you. It's just that it's been, it's got another layer on top of it. That's nice. And if you're a horror movie fan, you'll appreciate the gore. If you're a horror movie fan, the kills are really good. Um, including, you know, uh, you know, homages to Jason X homages to so many homages to different kills and different movies. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think it's one of the better movies this year, 3.7 million. It deserves to make a ton more. Although it only costs 6 million to make Paul. 
Six million. That's crazy. Blumhouse, Blumhouse is on fire right now. They're one of the best producing studios in the in the world right now. And they're just well, they're Blumhouse putting out really got their thing from uh, Saw, right? That's really got their start, right? No, Blum, no, That's Blumhouse. Um, I want to say they are. No, Blum, Blumhouse was where was they they started acquiring things like they you know they they produced the Halloween sequel. Um, you know, just going through the Blumhouse movies. Um, You're on their website. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking. At, I'm looking. I'm looking at Blumhouse of Wikipedia. <laughs> 13, Thirteen best Blumhouse. Like Blumhouse is is impressive. Hush. Oh no, not. they got a lot. Happy Death Day. The Visit. Creep. Um, upgrade. Blumhouse so low budget model hands, began with right. Paranormal Activity. Right. Then they did Insidious, Sinister, The River, The Bay, they, Lords of Salem, The Purge, Insidious Two, Dark Skies. Paranormal Activity, The Purge, All the Purges, Oja, Whiplash. Split, Sinister, Oculus. Oculus is a great movie. Yeah, um, there's a lot. Yeah, so they're they're on fire. Um and they they're getting into like like they've you know, they did Halloween last year, so that's the first jump into really big budget kind of like stuff where they're they're getting to play in sandboxes they, they could only dream about. The one I know, uh, Jason Blumhouse. They they interviewed him after the Halloween because the Halloween they have two more Halloween movies in the pipeline that we're waiting on: Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Um, so we're waiting on those. But the one that he wants so badly, although there's it's never going to come, is they he desperately wants Friday the Thirteenth. He would love to get his. <laughs> and they're not going to give up the rights to that. Well, Friday the Thirteenth. Um, for anybody who doesn't know and and may not watch the show all the time, um. Basically, Friday the 13th is the original creator of Friday the 13th is in a lawsuit with the person who wrote the original Friday the 13th. And they they fight over the rights so much so that nobody nobody goes near it. Yeah. it it's caused such it's caused such a hole in the franchise that they can't like they can't get the rights. They can't settle on who gets paid for what, whose idea it was, Sean Cunningham and the, the original writer. So it's it's a mess. But if Blumhouse were to do a Friday the 13th movie. And somehow they put their spin on it. Like the spin with Halloween was they completely retconned all the all the sequels. Yeah. Ooh, they they're te- they're to be announced as legit. Yeah, they're they're not joking around. They're not they're not messing around well, hard. I mean, uh, well, oh, Jesus. So Freaky's the one that just came out. Then they got the Frozen. Well, he also has, he also has Get Out. He also has. Halloween you know, kills did, paranormal activity. Is that seven? They're up to seven now. Jeez. Yeah, but I think it's, I think I think it's a full reboot. I think it's a full yeah. reboot of paranormal activity. Halloween but ends, yeah. and then whatever this Five Nights at Freddy's is. What does this say? That well, that's based on a video game. That's a horror video game that they acquired the rights to. Then um, Spawn, again, the Thing, Vengeance, Wolfman. They're working oh. on a Blum, they're working on a Blumhouse thing. Yeah, I'm not. I I, I like as long as they. Thing? No, like the thing, like John Carpenter's the thing. I know, Carp- but like Wolfman and like all that other. Oh stuff yeah, well he uh, Blumhouse is is he's housed Blumhouse is housed at Universal, so there's always like he is trying to acquire bigger properties, and the biggest property, the two biggest properties he's after are Friday the Thirteenth, right? Which again is kind of tough, and the big one he's really after he's after the Marvel, the not the Marvel. The Universal Monster movies. So, Wolfman, 
um, you know, all like all the classic Wolfman, Dracula, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, Invisible Man, Gr- Creature from the Black Lagoon. He's right. after those properties because he works. He works at Universal, and every time he makes a movie for Universal, he makes a ton of money for them. Get out, you know, like us. He produces something, puts it out, and it makes 150 million dollars for Universal. So they're completely happy with it. Um, and he also just did a thing on Amazon where he did he did three five movies in three weeks on for Halloween. So he is everywhere the, as yeah, a producer. He's, he's got his hands in it. Yeah. But great movie. Great everybody tonight. Everybody else, everybody else show. like everybody else is like, screw off, we hate you. Um watching the okay. NBA draft. Our audience doesn't watch the NBA draft. But no, whatever. No. Okay. Fuck but, no. But, <laughs> Um, we are going to do movie motivation tonight. I'm going to do movie motivation again. We might get back to people doing it, but people have been, you know, with the holidays coming up, people have been a little bit standoffish. Um, so Paul, I'm going to give you a speech. It will lead into what we're going to do next week. So, okay. That's a hint. Are you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one, wait. We cannot break bread with you. You've taken the land which is rightfully ours. Years from now, my people will be forced to live in mobile homes on reservations. Your people will wear cardigans and drink highballs. We will sell our bracelets by the roadside. You will play golf and enjoy hot hors d'oeuvres. My people have pain and degradation. Your people will have stick shifts. The gods of my tribe have spoken. They have said, do not trust the pilgrims, especially Sarah Miller. And for all these reasons... I've decided to scalp you and burn your village to the ground. Scene. <laughs> I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> the postman? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> no. Okay, so Paul, you're, you're as far off as possible on this one. That, of course, the is the... Is, no, that, of course, is the amazing uh, speech that Wednesday Adams gives an Adams Family Values. Ah, that makes sense. God damn it. Yes, yeah. So you missed now that, that one. Now that you said that, now in my brain immediately it was like, oh yeah, now it also no. has it also has a great moment where uh you know Pugsley is dressed up like a turkey and he performs a song called Eat Us, which is yeah. one of the greatest things. Eat us because we're good and dead. <laughs> which is <laughs> fantastic, which ties into what we're gonna what we're gonna do for next week. Next week is a smorgasbord, so to speak, of pop culture here's the deal it's not gonna be one movie it's not gonna be one set thing we are asking you our loud and nerdy audience to give us your five favorite pop culture thanksgiving scenes or bits or anything so, so it could be from a tv show it could, it could be, be from a tv it could be from a tv movie, show could, could be, be from a movie it could be music video if that even exists yeah. is there, is well, there I mean, you can do the adam sandler thanksgiving song if you want I'm sure that's yes, funny. is that a, that's a pop culture thing, right? The Thanksgiving song is a great song, but it's any pop culture Thanksgiving. The five top pop, uh, Thanksgiving pop culture events, movies, TV, music, whatever you got. Favorite SNL Thanksgiving sketch. I'm sure there's a bunch SNL of Thanksgiving. Yes, there's definitely Thanksgiving SNL sketches. Um, I, I'm I'm reminded of Frankenstein, Frankenstein, Tonto. What is it? And um. Shit, I, I totally went up on this one. Is it Frankenstein? Who are the three? It's Frankenstein, Tonto, and this is killing me. 
<laughs> Kyle just said the WWE googly gogger. What the fuck is that? Okay, so it's, first off, so I'm going to call Kyle out on this. It's the gobbledygooker, first off. And, well, Paul, if you don't know who the gobbledygooker is, I can't help you with that. But I would say to you, I know, but the gobbledygooker has been part of many a Survivor Series. There was a whole Survivor Series where the egg just sat there waiting for the gobbledygooker to arrive, and the gobbledygooker ended up being Pete Rose. True story. True WWE story. WWE is just wildness. It's just people doing cocaine in rooms and writing sketches for people in underwear. Well, uh, one of the one of the pop culture <laughs> things that I would I would say to people, Survivor Series is one of the is one of the four big uh, WWE pay per views every year, and um, it's all it's always centered around Thanksgiving. It's always around Thanksgiving. It used to be Thanksgiving night, so you could eat your turkey and watch people beat the hell out of each other. Um, I do also want to say one other thing. So that's what we're going to do Thanksgiving next week. Biggest pop culture moments in Thanksgiving history, either TV, movies, music, whatever you can come up with, even WWE. Um, I do want to talk a little bit. I did go to a, a w, um, an AEW show, like a wrestling show, with my with my nephew Nick, and everybody at AEW. It's a it's a challenger to WWE right now. They're they're in Jacksonville. There's all kinds of COVID restrictions, but we went, um, and it was they were top notch, top of the line. Pay per view was really great, but the people were really nice. My my. My nephew Nick is a little bit sick, so um, yeah, they were super nice and a lot of cool things. He met you know a bunch of people, uh, all safe, safely distanced away, and um, but I want to shout out to them because they were really they were really kind. Uh, a new guy named Darby Allen gave him. Uh, he comes in on a skateboard. He's a skateboarder guy, um, dark edge kind of thing, and you know gave him a skateboard and everything. Like super nice, but AEW deserves a lot of credit for. Being amazing. Um, nice. Okay. But should we do the news? Because the news kind of jumped on us tonight. We're on the news. Plymouth, Rock, the didn't, news. Plymouth Rock didn't land on us. Plymouth, Plymouth Rock landed on us. <laughs> okay. So oh, that was like a perfect, perfect it broke. cough break. That was like a it, cough break. <laughs> um, <laughs> now you say that I'm coughing. Oh, my yeah, God. Geez. My chest has been terrible. Um, Okay. So it broke about a, about an hour ago before we came on. The death knell, Paul Spratt. It is announced. Wonder Woman 1984 to debut both on HBO Max and in theaters. Wonder Woman is heading to HBO Max and U.S. movie theaters on the same day, Christmas Day. So the superhero blockbuster will be there under your tree waiting for you to watch it if you have HBO Max. Or you can go out to a movie theater and the, the thing there becomes... In all honesty, who's going to go to a movie theater on Christmas Day if I can watch it on my home screen? Which means, Paul, as we've talked about on this show before, is this the Watershed movie? Is this the movie that effectively... <laughs> the dead, baby. It's over. It's over. <laughs> well, you called it... You called, You had the, best, you had the best talk about it. You said, what is it? What is it called? A Pandora's box? And once this box is opened... And you realize what you can reap by not actually you going to movie theaters? Yeah, once the G's out. I guarantee next week Black Widow goes to Disney+. Plus. Guarantee it. Well, I won't I, guarantee it, but I'm saying soon they'll announce Black so Widow I, goes to Disney+. Plus. I, I also want to give credit to uh, Rich Grease, who put up uh, – we, we put up an article in the, uh, in the thing. And he had a really great article about um, 
about HBO Max finally going to Amazon on November 17th. So Fire Stick and Amazon products, and uh, but not on Roku yet. And his he sent me a message and he's like, do you think this is the precursor to Amazon Fire TV boasts 40 million users and HBO Max's availability on their devices marks a substantial new subscriber base for the streamer. And he sent, he had a really big story about it. And then he sent me a message and said, Hey, what do you think if they make this announcement this week, it goes to Amazon fire TV and does it like it hits all those things. Do you think that could be the precursor to wonder woman? And now I have to sit back and go nice call. Rich trees. <clears throat> well, I mean, it makes sense, but it's we've just, been, God. I don't know. Like, nobody's going to go to the theaters on Christmas. This movie's going to get, it's going to decimate theaters. Because who's going to wait? They've been waiting for the real theaters. They're going to wait for a real day to go watch it. They're going to watch it Christmas Day. Everybody's (laughs) going to unwrap their presents. They're going (laughs) to throw on HBO Max and fucking watch. So Wonder Woman. Woman. Nobody's gonna. Yes, nobody's. I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cut into my my if it if it if it's on there by midnight on Christmas Eve. I'm gonna cut into my midnight bro- my my usual broadcast. I'm gonna put the stuff under the tree for the kids, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I'll be watching Wonder Woman '84 if it's on by midnight. I'll be watching by 12:02. Yeah, like that's I, what I, everybody's gonna do. I mean, so my, like, my wife will yell at me and be like, "Help me put stuff together," and I'll be like, "No, that's okay. I'm gonna watch Wonder, Wonder Woman." <laughs> I'm good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I as, as much as I would, as much as I would love to say theaters are back, even like they were waiting on this, this was the one and to release it day and date. It just, even if they had given theaters a week, we're going to release it on HBO. The, original date the 22nd. And oh, no, it was, it was always Christmas day. It was always Christmas day. But, but even if they had given theaters two weeks, we'll give you two weeks. Maybe it could have gotten theaters back. You know, there's a lot of social distance in the theaters. They've done a great job cleaning cleaning theaters. It would have done well. And But the moment you say it's going to go day and date, and this kind of ties in with another story we were working on this week, the idea that AMC just made a deal with, or not AMC, Cinemark just made a deal with Universal 2. And the window there is 17 Hmm. days. So you're talking, there is no time... If you're telling me I can either wait 17 days, I, I will go to see a movie in the theater because I want to see it on a big screen. And I love the communal aspect of it. But if you're taking away the communal aspect of it for me, if I can't go with a bunch of people I like and, and talk about the movie afterwards and do everything because of this disease, this virus, I can easily watch it on my TV screen at home and then get online, talk with you, talk with Rich Reese, talk with Natasha, talk with all the people we talk to movies about. Um, and it's just, it's the it it's the end. I think it's the end. I think this is, there are two movies I thought could be Harbinger movies that could absolutely scuttle movie theaters' chances to get back and get through this vaccine period, waiting for the vaccine to come. And this is the one. The, 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 the other one was Black Widow. If Black Widow showed up mysteriously on Disney Plus and either you had to pay 20 bucks for it or 30 bucks for it. I think people would have paid 30 bucks for it. Not, not move on, but Black Widow, yes. Um, this is the one where HBO Max, what's the subscriber base going to be on, on December 25th? Ridiculous. It's going to be It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Well, Even if does it make up the money it costs to make that movie? Well, 
I, I don't know. I, you know, it's a very expensive temple movie. It costs, it costs about, HBO Max and like, uh, what is it? Warner Brothers, like they're owned the, by the, each they other, own, right? They own, yeah, they own, uh, HBO is owned by Warner Brothers. Right. So, so it's not it's like free. HBO Max is paying them for the movie to play. No, no, this is, this is a direct, this is a direct result of the new. Okay. So it used to be that you were talking about video on demand, right? Right. You paid 19 bucks, you rent it, whatever, in theaters, whatever. Okay. The new thing we're talking about is that leveling your properties to be able to get a subscriber base that rivals Netflix. Now, Netflix is killing it. Netflix has a month coming up in December where they have Mank. They have, you know, they have all these movies lined up, uh, Hillbilly Elegy, all of these great high-budget, high superstar-laden, Oscar-nominated, possibly, movies right. um, coming, coming up in the next couple weeks. So if you tell me that I I already subscribe to Netflix, paying tooth and nail for Netflix, to be honest, right. it's like if you're telling me if you're telling me right. you're right, well, it's more than that. It's almost it's it depending on what you get and how it's almost it's almost up to seventeen or eighteen if you're you know it's close. Um, and what are you paying for that so much? Mine's only twelve ninety nine. I'm paying for four K and I'm paying for are you DVDs still. What are you doing? No, I'm not getting. Home. I don't get. No, I don't need. I, I have an Xbox. I don't even have a DVD player anymore. <laughs> um, but but what I was saying is like, so if you're telling me that the subscriber base is a certain amount, this is the same thing that we were talking about a couple weeks ago where Disney Plus, Disney Disney stockholders were pushing, get our movies on Disney Plus. Get us subscribers. Get us. That is the new thing. Get, get me a subscriber for my streaming service. I don't care about um, weekly, every week, Wonder Woman talk. That's right. She deserves it. And I can't wait for the movie to be honest. Um, but what? But this is a bigger issue. It's bigger than Wonder Woman. It's it's a, it's a fundamental change in how we view products. Well, the difference between this, so it'll be interesting to see how much their subscriber base grows, because they're doing it different than Disney Plus did, where you don't have to pay for the movie still, so you don't have to subscribe right. and buy the movie. You just get the movie if you're an HBO Max subscriber, which I currently am not. So I will be one of those people that sign up again <laughs> the day before Christmas. <laughs> there's a, there's there's some really good product coming to HBO Max though, and they they've all the, they've all the DC stuff, although they rotate it in and out, which is kind of weird. Um, well, they also announced they have, uh, a, they have a flight. The flight attendant starts next week, which is uh, the Kaylee Cuoco show that's supposed to be really good. It's a uh, so, no. Uh, Fresh Prince reunion. It's they have the Fresh nice. they have the Fresh Prince reunion coming up. They just uh, they just got all of the DC Universe stuff. So Titans and the Harley Quinn show are now on. Well, didn't they already have that? They didn't have it before. Now, remember that DC was its own DC uh, Unlimited was its own little streaming service with just DC stuff. But now it's been kind of enveloped into HBO Max. So, but this is the big one. This is the one where you go. We look at and we go. Or is it the one that saves movie theaters? Do, do people go, I know what this is. I want to watch Wonder Woman at home, but I do want to see it in theaters. And how quickly can the vaccine be up and running to get it, to get the country back on track? It's There's so many cool things going on with it. It's just, a, it's one of the biggest stories. Um, yeah, HBO, well, well actually, no. Oh, Missy, well, Missy, 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 this is interesting. Here's the thing. HBO Max, uh, it's in Roku's court. They made a deal with Amazon. I would assume the deal would be the same with with Roku, but it, it, you know, is it a? It's it might be a loss for Roku at this point. 
Yeah, because now it's going to be on the fire stick. That's the announce, right? right? It's going to be on the fire so, stick. Yeah, it's going to be on the fire stick. So at what point does Roku come into line? And then all of a sudden you have HBO Max on Roku and Amazon TV. And then it just, on just December 25th. HBO Max, Missy. Just have one of your kids do it. Just have them download the app. That's what I do. And I just airplay that shit to my TV. <laughs> Call it a day. <laughs> But it's a it's a good thus far it, it doesn't have the best um, streaming capabilities with regards no, to because it's not, it's not the Apple best TV setup either. right. Um, but Apple TV is trying to do their own thing too. Apple TV is having a big. Everybody wants to be a streamer right now, and yeah, but it's annoying because talk- now we just got rid of all the shit that cable fucking. That's we the whole streaming idea was to beat cable. Now we just became cable again. Oh well, if you want. HBO, you got to pay extra. And if you want ESPN, you got to pay extra. If you want Disney, you got to pay extra. You're like, fuck. I'm just like cable all over again. Because it all adds up. If you get all the streaming services, it's now like 100 bucks, which is Yes, insane. for the ones that matter. Yeah. I'm not paying uh, 100 bucks a month to stream. I don't even watch enough TV. Well, you, yeah, you don't, you don't do any of your homework either. So, yeah. I, I agree. Man, I got a lot of shit going on. I know you do. You're super busy. Fucking... Trying to make things work you, you in this buy, pandemic. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta buy flannel. There's all kinds of stuff you gotta. Do. Somebody's gotta pay for all that flannel. <laughs> Somebody's gotta pay for all that flannel, baby. Um, but so that's that's the big story of the night. Um, well, um, we have to follow up with the other big story. If you are happy about Wonder Woman on Christmas, uh, we saved Charlie oh, Brown. I mean, we did. We, did we caused. Them. I'm taking credit. I'm taking credit. We're taking. We're gonna credit. take credit because we called it out and said, "Look, just do what you gotta do." Uh, get Charlie Brown back on TV. So uh, the, the the news is Apple TV is going to share it with PBS. They've announced a partnership. They're going to bring back a Charlie Brown on Thanksgiving and a Charlie Brown Christmas back to broadcasting two special events uh, alongside their debuts on Apple TV. Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving will air on PBS and PBS Kids on November 22nd at 7.30 p.m. A Charlie Brown Christmas will air on PBS and PBS Kids on December 13th at 7.30 p.m. So you got you got to be on the lookout for it. And so just one time. What a fuckery is that? <laughs> well, they're, they're oh, usually well, they're we'll usually you a bone, but make sure you're on your TV. They're usually it's hey, it's time. a victory. Look, it's a victory. It's a victory against. You no, know, I'm not as excited about it anymore. I thought it was going to be just on. No, like it's it, 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 on all the time. Well, it's only on once. It's only no, it's on not, once. They used to play yes, it all the time. No, they didn't once. It airs once a year. Bullshit. That's how. That's how the deal went. Yeah. Now I got to buy might. Apple TV to watch Charlie Brown because I'm going to forget what day it's on. <laughs> but we just gave it to you. You have it. So PBS, <laughs> PBS Kids, you got to be on the lookout. It looks like it's November 22nd, 730. These are early show times, 730, and then December 13th for a Charlie Brown Christmas. So put it also, in my calendar I right now. November 22nd is like four days from now. It's on a also, Sunday. I'll, also, oh, I do want to. I do want to point out oh, that the Apple TV is also giving um, – it's premiering on the 18th. Tribe Brown Thanksgiving is premiering on the 18th. It will be available for oh, no, free. <laughs> it will be November 18th. Um, to, That's yes, today. Today. It premieres today on the Apple TV. <laughs> it, it was an hour ago. It, it was on be, an hour it, ago. It was on an hour ago. Um, <laughs> no, 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 wait. No, no. This is free on Apple TV. So it premieres okay. on this service right now today. And it will be free on Apple TV on from November twenty fifth through the twenty seventh. So they're making it free on their Apple service. A Charlie Brown Christmas will start streaming on December fourth, and it will be available for free December eleventh through the thirteenth. So they're they're. So it's on Sundays. 
on TV actually on Sundays. Well, no, no, but what I'm saying is they're not only giving it to PBS and PBS kids, they're also making it free on the Apple uh, TV service. Nice. So now you have to download the fucking app. Right. If you download the app, you'll get it. And and this, of course, this is a big deal, though. This is nice. Um, so I, I, mean, I Apple's I, trying to I, save I face. I feel like, yeah, they're definitely trying to save face. But it's a victory because you get to see Charlie Brown on TV somewhere. You can tape it on uh, if you have a if you have a DVR, just DVR it. Do you people even DVR anymore? This is, is a like win. A yeah, of course people DVR. Of course I do. Um, Why? I, I have so much stuff. You don't watch real TV um, anymore. No, not really. <laughs> like, what's sporting the point? events? Sporting events are the only thing that I mean, that's really watched. I don't, so here's um, my issue with sporting events. I I understand that a lot of people tape the game and then rewatch them later, but it doesn't. It, it takes the fun out of it because you already know what happened. How do you avoid not knowing what happened? I don't. Like, I, I already don't, know. I don't do that. That's, that's, that sounds. That sounds like a maniac. That sounds like the ravings of a flannel wearing maniac. Yeah, I am a flannel wearing maniac. I have a okay. lot of problems. We say Charlie Brown. The positive is we say Charlie Brown. It'll be on PBS Kids and PBS. And so watch out for those. Watch out. Check your local listings. But it'll also be free for a couple of days on Apple Plus. So they I, they save face. We save Charlie Brown. We did. All good. Um, speaking of other genies you can't put back in the box is uh, <laughs> firing directors halfway through the movie and then the fans wanting that cut of the movie. <laughs> well, like. Well, Iyer didn't get fired, but the movie is so bad it doesn't like can will I, I thought can he I, did. I thought he got replaced uh, by James Gunn or whatever. No, 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 no. James Gunn's doing the new one where they're completely not talking about the first one and changing the Joker, which again I need to point out is a victory for me. The Leto Joker will be gone, and the new Leto Joker will not be the asshole he was in the original Suicide Squad. All wins for me. And we have people on this show that are pro Leto Joker. Guess what? Everybody thinks it sucks except for you people who like it. And now he's gone. He's the meth Joker. That's what he was. Uh, what is this? The Juggalo, the Juggalo Prince of Prince of Clowns. Just but the ire cut got I mean, Margot Robbie was like she tweeted that she would be interested to see it. So. Well, yeah, the, the big thing is she, yeah, so we have this, okay, so that's another thing that came up this week. There was a giant trailer for Justice League in black and white to Hallelujah, which is the most overused song in the history of film right now. Yeah. And, and the trailer, the trailer's kind of murky because it's black and white, but all these costumes, and we were talking about it, all these costumes and designs are meant for color, and the trailer's yeah. in black and white, yeah. and, and, black. and black. The, Snyder black. thinks... Snyder thinks that you can just make something black and white as opposed to being able to shoot in black and white, like something say like Citizen Kane or even the opening of The Wizard of Oz. The the, the way they're shot is a specific way to 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 focus on the heart and harness the black and white. So he just turns it black and white. Now we'll say about the trailer, there are some very striking images in the trailer, but the rest of it is so goddamn murky. Uh, you know, we're getting this in 2021. We're getting the Justice League four hour Snyder cut. Yeah, and, and also, this, why is it four hours long? What the fuck? What is I it? I don't know, but they, they only shot oh, about seven. They only they only shot it. about seven minutes of footage, which is great. Uh, just seven minutes of new footage. But so this has led into this whole Suicide Squad getting an ire cut. Um, and what Margot Robbie is saying, I never saw the ire cut. I mean, I know we shot a lot of stuff that didn't make it into the movie. 
I would be very curious myself. So, uh, okay, quick. The original Suicide Squad is such a bad movie. It's not even funny how bad it is. And it, I it all, uh, the only part I enjoyed is what's on our screen right now. She well, was the no, best thing about it. Smith was pretty good as Deadshot. Uh, he was okay. He was okay. Actually, the Batman stuff in it is really good. Is yeah, really good. Um, the, but the, the Joker is atrocious. Yeah, the villain well, is the worst villain I've ever seen in any superhero movie. Well, it's, it's, it's everything that's wrong with DC movies. Giant CGI villains that have no soul. Which is funny because Marvel goes out and they do Thanos and Thanos is a giant CGI villain that has nothing but soul. So it's well, the actor portrays him super well and he's well written. Yeah, yeah the, the, the stuff in C, the CGI stuff in, in the in the DC movies has been awful. Um, oh, she's back. Why is she back? Oh my god. Okay, but so here's the thing. I don't know that I need an iron cut of a bad movie. Like I know Justice no. League, but Justice League is a terrible movie too. And now we're getting a four hour recut of that steaming pile of shit. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I don't. I don't hate Justice League ever, like everybody else. I like. I like some of the Joss Whedon stuff. Jo I feel Joss Whedon has been put in a bad position with that movie. Yeah, I agree with that. The first thirty minutes of Squad was good with the backstory. Right. The, the first, but yeah. the idea that we need an ire cut. The idea that well, we well, somehow the idea that we need a Snyder cut. It's just like well, once you let the genie out of the bottle, every time a director gets fired from something, it's the already. Fans it's, are like, well, let's see what he did. Let's see. What a, he did. There, but here's the thing. The funny thing about it is everybody. Everybody forgets history, and yeah. what are the history? What are the histories of cuts, directors' cuts we've seen? Most of them are atrocious. Like if you look at like what Lucas did to the original trilogy, not great. Uh, the only director's cut there. There are a couple directors' cuts. Like any of the directors' cuts, uh, the the main director cut of Blade yeah. Runner is really good. Also, the director's uh, cut of the Abyss. The, the, <laughs> I, yeah, I know, I knew you were coming. Uh, the Abyss. The director's cut of the Abyss is superb. Um, because they didn't want to release uh, the three-hour version of the movie to theaters. Well, nobody and wants the to watch it. That's so oh, long. The, the, the Abyss is fantastic. It adds a backstory. It tells you why the aliens are the way they are. It's really good. And if you haven't seen that version of The Abyss, you should. Point blank. But this, I don't understand it. I, and while I would love to see more Margot Robbie, because she didn't get a lot of screen time in, in The Suicide Squad, I, I'm over it. And I'm moving on to James Gunn doing The Suicide Squad with all kinds of cameos that he's got planned. John Cena, Sylvester Stallone, Pete that Davidson. Sounds awful. That sounds uh, awful. James Gunn, though. What are they going to be? Arnold Schwarzenegger? What? Like, what's his cameo going to be? Well, I, he's, a, he's a DC character. We don't know who he's going to be. But there's a lot of people in it, and they're all playing real DC characters. My, right. You know, bad DC characters, certainly. Are you Robbie going to be Harley Quinn again, or are they recast yes. her? No, hmm. they can't. She's the only one they can't recast. And Leto, yeah. but Leto's going to be a totally different... Well, actually, Leto's not going to be in the new Suicide Squad. But he will be changed. He He's supposed to be in the new Batman. I, I don't know what's happening. But all I know is that there's nothing that says that Leto is going to be the way he was DC in the original best. Suicide Squad. <clears throat> it's not... It's it's not. There's some really good DC things. Wonder Woman's going to be great. Wonder Woman's going to knock yeah, it out of the park. Wonder Woman is the only one that... They Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Up. Aquaman was great. I like Aquaman. I didn't watch too. Aquaman because Shazam I was so is, far heard Shazam, of Shazam, Shazam is fun. It was real fun. Um, but I'm, I don't care about the Suicide Squad. She can, I want her to have a successful career, but I don't need her being Harley Quinn forever. 
And it I don't seem I, like she I, has I, I the ability know. to still uh, be Harley Quinn. Like it's not like she's old. She's a pretty young actress, right? How old is she? Well, yeah, she can she can do whatever she wants. To be honest. Yeah, um, she's got that power. She does. Um, but that's that's one of the big stories of the week. Um, what else? What else we got? Oh, There's a lot of well, blast in the past stuff. Let's bring some remakes, uh, some sequels from forever back, baby. I'm excited about this because Constantine did not get the love that it deserved as a comic book movie because this movie rocks. This movie's uh, awesome. The first Constantine is a pretty good DC movie. Uh, Keanu is really good. I, I know that I, I – Keanu's I, back. The dude who played the devil's back. It's fucking great. <laughs> you're, you're excited about this. So Constantine too. Yeah. you're excited – Boom. Keanu could do no what about, can I ask you a question? Do you know that Constantine has been played by another person for a while now, right? On television? I tell you what. It's not Keanu Reeves? Okay. Didn't watch don't it. Care. Don't care. I was mad they made a TV. Like, why? The guy was really good, though. He was a really care. good Constantine. Is he Keanu? Okay. And no, he's not Keanu. Keanu's nobody's probably better. Nobody's Keanu, Keanu better. Yeah. It's the year of the Keanu. Like, it, he's, well, it's you, oh, every, it's every, year's, every year's the year of the Keanu. Don't, Dude, he don't, make. He can make the lake house too, and I'd go see that shit. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm excited. I'm excited. I did enjoy the first Constantine. I think it's an underrated movie. So that's that's some good Weiss news. Dominates in that movie. Yeah, she's really good. She's yeah. She's, she's what happened to Rachel Weisz? To be honest, okay. Got, um, I mean, she's, married, she's tired from banging Daniel Craig all the time. <laughs> she's married to James Bond, like what else? Bond. She's, getting, she's getting that Bond, the Bondy. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. What else? I mean, do you really want to talk about this Shark Boy? Yes. Lava Girl? yes. I didn't make a graphic for it. You dick. That's. I also so, is it weird? So disrespectful. Creepy. Or did you notice that Lava Girl has nipples in that picture that you posted? Like, why? Isn't it a cartoon? Like, what the well, fuck? Well, no. She's old now. She's older. Yeah, but like, why does she have to have nipples? Well, It's like, why did Batman have to have nipples? Like, why do they do weird shit like he that? Didn't, he didn't have to. What I'm, what I'm looking on, this movie, the cast for this movie is astounding. The name of the movie, um, uh, first off, so there was a... a a movie in the 90s called The Adventures of Sharkboy and Lava Girl. It was directed by Robert Rodriguez, who directed a lot of good stuff from Dust Till Dawn, El Mariachi, um, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. He's a very good director. He does a lot of cool stuff. He's based in Austin. He's doing a movie called We Can Be Heroes. It's set in the Sharkboy and Lava Girl universe. Um, but it's got Priyanka Chopra Jonas, Christian Slater. It's got Pedro Pascal from The Mandalorian. Um, it's got all the people from the original movie, including including. Um, it's got Christian Slater. It's got so many people. It's got it's got uh, Hal Holbrook's son. It's it's so it's a, a superhero movie that's set in the universe that Sharkboy and Lava Girl is. They've grown up. They've become heroes in their own rights. They have kids of their own, and the movie is about a bunch of villains taking over the world, and the heroes' children having to save things. Which is right up Robert Rodriguez's alley and the, the characters, and it looks again. It is a it is a trifle of a movie that made a little a little over seventy one million dollars in the nineties. It is one of my favorite movies though because it, it was in three D. It was great. I saw it with my little brother. He loved it. Those we movies became, crushed. They we became really well. we became Shark Boy and Lava Girl fans. So you know what? And it's it, every once in a while you need a little slice of comfort film. A comfort. I think we're getting too much. 
we're getting too much nostalgia. Are we though? Why I though? Like it. It's just like that. I feel like we're going to the well too much. This like is coming out well. They, but here's the thing: these movies were particularly um, uh, to a Latino audience, and Latinos don't get a lot of superhero movies. So you know what? Well, yeah, more power I, to I, mean, I love Robert Rodriguez, but he's had a lot of bombs, and that's probably why he's going back to this well. Okay, I, I, I I'm excited about this. So I, it, well, it comes, I mean, it's, I'm, it's, I'm it excited is, because you're excited because I, I never saw the first two, anyways. So you should, oh, you should definitely see. It. Well, there, it's you should. Oh, there's only yeah, you should definitely see them. They're good. They're fun. They're kids also, movies. Kyle the first was one was in because clearly I was looking at my phone. I was googling to see if this was true. Because he put it this, and I wasn't sure if he was fucking with me. He says news, Sasha Banks and Mandalorian, and then I Googled it to be. Oh, she was she was really good, accurate. Well, the news we can do a, we can do a quick Mandalorian report if you want to. The news on the Mandalorian is this week. If you were a Star Wars fan and you watched the Mandalorian, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, because oh there was characters that were on that were in the Clone Wars, and you know. Um, Katie Sackoff, it, the Mandalorian this week did things with characters that that you've grown to love on the Clone Wars and brought them live action. And the person that was the voice of one of these main characters was Katie Sackoff from Battlestar Galactica, and she got to play the character on screen. Nice. It was awesome. It was amazing. And Sasha Banks was also a Mandalorian uh, from the WWE. She was great. It's her first time doing anything big, uh, big budget. First time doing any acting. Um, the episode is directed by Bryce uh, Dallas Howard. So, it, um, off the charts, amazing. Um, Are they going to replace what's her face? Did we talk about that controversy last week? Gina, no, we did not talk about Gina Carano. Gina she's Carano not. She's on the outs. On she, if she, yeah, she she says dumb things every every day. Like yeah. So um, at some point gonna... she's going to at some point they're going to get rid of her. Um, but the episode this past week on Mandalorian was they brought people in. People in that have business in the Star Wars universe that's never been live action before, and now they're now they're live action characters played by people who voice them and stuff. So it, the episode actually set up three Mandalorians that are on a quest to do something, and they they were separate from the Mandalorian in the show, so they have a different view on life. It, like it was it was incredible, and right. what I, what I would also say is it, the show itself the it could be a setup for an, a spinoff show. Um, they could be, That's they could, yeah, they could literally have their own spinoff show. Um, but they, it, it deals with the black, sa the dark saber. It deals with all kinds of stuff. It was incredible. And it was a really good episode and it was a lot of action. And it was, there was the empire was involved and it was really good. A lot of stormtrooper death uh, at the hand of Mandalorians. If you wanted, if you ever want, if you ever as a Star Wars fan, ask the question, uh, what would four Mandalorians do to a bunch of stormtroopers? Kill them all, kill every <laughs> single one of them, and crash their ship. Nice, incredible! It was really good. It was so amazing. Katie Sackhoff was great. She was good in Battlestar Galactica. She was great on Longmire, but now she's back, and she's—I'm so happy for her that she's back in sci-fi. I still one have the of the week. single episode of the man you're missing out it's the it's the best star wars in you it's it's easily I'm protesting the best. i'm protesting paying all this money for all these fucking stream it's, services it's a That's dumb protest it's a dumb no, protest it's you're you're taking you're you're taking pleasure from yourself yeah it, it's dumb it's bad um okay what else we got so robert rodriguez is back that that, that movie by the way we could be heroes uh will be um 
will be premiering on my birthday, January 1st. On what? On Netflix. Uh, Netflix. Yeah, there's no January more movie. 1st. There's no more movie premieres. Movie premieres are done. It's over. <laughs> Good run. Um, Year 2021. <laughs> don't leave your house. We're all locked inside. No more fun. Uh, we'll all slowly become well, the people. It becomes work. it becomes it becomes like a weird uh, proletariat state where you just go to work, come home, watch TV. And you don't even go to work. Now you just work from your computer. You work from your desk. You accidentally rub um, one out like that. So Missy asked me. Missy asked. And Missy asked about how do I feel about. Um, Oh, Melissa Harlan. There's nothing wrong with flannel, by the way. I'm I'm looking through the comments. There's nothing wrong with flannel. It's just when you have three men that are wearing so much flannel, it, it it's what it's where we we, we ask questions. White dudes this weekend. That's what. It yeah, is. There, was, there was a lot of a lot of white dudes a wearing flannel. White dudes. Um, so Missy asked about his dark materials. I haven't gotten into it. Uh, I just I couldn't get over um, right off the bat. I couldn't get over the Golden Compass, which was a movie that was based on the same books, and so I was. I, I never got that taste out of my mouth that because it, it was a terrible movie and it just I haven't gotten into the show although I know it's got a lot of uh, pedigree it's got Lin Manuel Miranda and a bunch of other people in it I just haven't gotten to it yet so it feel uh, it's one of the shows I haven't gotten to that you would think I would have gotten to but what else so we make, got, that's all this news do you want to make predictions on what movies what other movies fall to this genie bottle being open like. Not well, Wonder Woman. It's fair game. They could all start going. Well, they could all. Think I think you're going to see most of them stick around their release dates, provided theaters are open. Like I, I think you. I don't, think, I don't think. Ooh, I don't think. I don't think, I don't think you're going to have. I don't think you're going to have a major release until 2021. But um, even then, I mean, if you look well, at no, it, no, but it depends January on what happens. Okay, start. so here's here's the thing. It really, really depends on the next two months. And whether or not uh, we get this under under control, it's always it's Chino always been. Man is not doing anything about it. He's done. He doesn't give a fuck. He's golfing. He's arguing about the election. He already came on TV. He's like, we're not locked. This administration's not locking down again. Like, cool, cool, bro. You didn't do shit about it the first time. Now you're just fucking us more. I, cool. So I, I'm gonna say that I'm not gonna make any predictions on any other movies going. Uh, the only one. I think you could be right. I think the only one that could, that if if Wonder Woman does exceptionally well, I think the only other one that could jump really big would be Black Widow. But again, I think Disney is going to pin their hopes that hey, we have WandaVision coming in in January, so we're still going to have people Marvel people uh, coming into the Disney Plus. Is Marvel is WandaVision definitely coming out in January? Yeah, the the, the new trailer has it coming out in January. It's a great trailer, by the way. It's it's t it's just the TV turning into different era televisions with them on the front, them in it. It' gonna be fucking wild. The movie, the I'm show's gonna be wild. January release schedule to see what movies could get. I mean, none of these are huge, so January's still pretty meh. Yeah, now, January's always so clear. January's always meh. January is the yeah, dread period. The end of February is where things huge start to heat up. Yes, out. and and they're so, not. And not only do huge movies start coming out in, in February, it's a huge movie every week. It doesn't start in the end of February. So the end I of February, maybe they hold out till then. That's my only guess. 
the one but, the, the the other one that would have been the 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 ground shaker would have been bond if bond had somehow if 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 the if mgm had, yeah, had, here's my thing as here's my thoughts so say wonder woman crushes hbo max subscriptions right, right. Mm-hmm. so if hbo max just fucking goes through the roof because of wonder woman then the 300 million that apple offered originally for bond could become <laughs> 600 million they wanted because apple needs something to get people to sign up yes yes there could be an arms race for days, there so. could be an arms race the only the only major problem is the one that the one that crushes everything that has all the content like we haven't even talked you know wonder woman is dropping on december 25th we haven't even talked about the fact that soul which is a pixar movie is also dropping on december 25th which also can go right to disney plus it is going right to disney plus that's what's happening so oh, yeah. you have to pay so, for it again right no 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 oh. well, nope this one's a free one um I don't know. is this true kyle i don't watch the news anymore well they, 70 they million vaccines uh, dropped or does it bring people back together? The numbers, the, I, it could, but again, we're talking about movies are so movies are so movies are so down on the list. Like, first thing people are going to want back are gyms, then or restaurants, then gyms, then like their movies are so far down on the on the on the list. I think it's bullshit, that, but I've said that like every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but this is the first big drop. This is the first. So, um, I was happy with the list. We had a good output this week. Um, interesting uh, output. Let me play, I'll play the top five intro. You want to get oh, into it? Oh, top five. Yeah, let's go. Oh, you just moved. That was I real weird. Top five. Let's go. How to get my notes. Angry Birds font. The top five Angry Birds. I had to get my notes. I can't believe I just did that on camera. Okay. That's fine. Um, nope, that's fine. So, we caused quite a stir. Because we did top five military movies. Well, here's what, and, I, and we did what it specifically. We, we did it specifically to get everybody going on stuff. You know what I mean? Here's my argument: is that every time, uh, <laughs> every list, there's always some like we've never ever since uh, something switched in this top five that all when of a sudden now five, always a problem. I'll tell you what it was when we gave the people five. We haven't had any kind of we have haven't had any kind of like set group. When you give people five, they they pick three that are reasonable, and then there's two that are like, oh, I really love that. And so what's happened is when we went well, from also three it's to always three, complaints. Like here's the <laughs> like this one for example, we were like top five movies with military stuff, and they were like it's too vague, like <laughs> army war what. I don't know. If there's a fucking tank, it's in it. What do you want? I don't know. Like, if people are but fighting we, with guns, it's a war movie. Let's go. We we didn't want to pick war movies, and we and we didn't want to pick army movies or like we didn't want to. So we made it vague, so to give you an idea of like there are so many different types of military movies, and people brought that up. Like you need you need to do what's the difference between like a, a drama or like a serious war movie or um, and the biggest debate came with our with within our top five. Um, but what I would say is one of the things that I've noticed about the top fives, we, we've had a lot of complaining. We've also, because we gave everybody the ability to pick five, have lost the comprehensive nature of our list. 
So when we gave people three, they had to be very careful with their choices. And now that they have five, we get all kinds of like we had 75 different movies for the response on this on this thing. And some of them, one person went absolutely crazy and picked like we had all kinds of wackiness going on. We had um no, those are decent. <laughs> we Somebody we had well, somebody picked ants. Somebody Greg picked Willow. Picked somebody picked Willow. I saw Willow too. I was like, "Where?" Is I there? love I Willow. Willow in a I, long time. I, I love Willow. I don't know that it belongs on a military list, Willow? but you know what? Know. We made a rule. The rule was, if we vote for it, it goes on a it go it, it has it a chance. List. If you put it, it goes on the list. Um. So we had I mean, seventy five. Anybody else will vote, <laughs> but but no, but that's the thing. Um, we had seventy five movies this week, and because we had seventy five movies. We we never get a consensus anymore. We never get we never get, um, you know, the bottom of the lists are always crazy. The top of the lists are usually solid, but then there's there's debate and controversy. Um, yeah. But like for example, we had seventy five different movies, fifty seven of which got one vote, and then we had twenty four movies that got a ser- anywhere from two to eight votes. So, I'm going to go. The, we, I'm going to get. We have to I'm talk gonna, about gonna, eight because it, I mean, I, we didn't have a top five. Like right. how we, we got to start I'm doing tiebreakers. I, I don't know. I don't want to do the tiebreakers. I think the answer is to go back to three and make people really make hard decisions. I think that's the way to go. But we'll talk about it. I'm going to read the two two vote movies. <laughs> Fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> we only hear enough. We hear too much. Yeah, you know how hard this is. We have to count it, and now there's eight movies. Now I have to talk about eight I'm, movies. Uh, Kyle, hear me out. I'm not, I'm not crying. I'm wait, gonna wait, let, before you, JW, before you make your point, the idea that I wanted five and was going away from ten was my goal was to watch the five movies. <laughs> now there's fucking eight. There's eight. The whole idea that, for me to get away from ten is so that I can watch them. Yeah, so Kyle, hear me out on this. Here are the number. Here are the number of movies that got two votes. Jarhead. Wait, I need that back. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> Don't throw stuff. So Jarhead, We Were Soldiers, The Green Berets, Gallipoli, Star Wars got two votes. Uh, Patton got two Star votes. Star Wars makes sense. The Deer Hunter got two votes. Three Hundred got two votes. Top Gun got two votes. A Few Good Men got two votes. The Longest Day got two votes. Then for nine and ten in our top ten list. We had a, a let me let me just put this in perspective. We had a one, two, three, four, five, five way tie for eighth and ninth and tenth place. And they go something like this. So three votes mash, three votes Tora Tora Tora, three votes Black Hawk Down, three votes G.I. Jane, three votes Inglorious Bastards. Great. Um, so a little bit of consensus. Those are all uh, reasonably um I know we know. So Missy says, well, the problem isn't how many choices you're giving to the people. The problem is the categories are not specific enough. So how would we make Veterans Day movies specific? We just said military. So what do you want? Like sad military movies, happy military movies? <laughs> do you want things Pro like military movies? Like, I don't know. Um, cannons. The only movies with cannons. So wait, wait. <laughs> Missy, Missy, wants, Missy wants list anarchy. Look at this. No rules, no structure, no one policing it. Anything goes. Well, say so here's what I was talking about. So, well, uh, that is how it is. Is that how you're saying how it is, or you're saying that how it should be? 
you want somebody pleasing you. You want to, because right now anything goes. If you write it down, it goes in the list. So that's yeah. what we were talking about. <laughs> but on Thursday, I was talking about Missy that maybe we should look into a loud and nerdy intern to handle all this bullshit. <laughs> like, a little, yeah. like a little intern that does, uh, that handles the voting no, and all Missy, that. Stuff. I don't know that that's the problem. I don't know that. So you feel that that's what we have right now. I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem is that with five votes, people can cast votes for things that might not be the best. It's just something they like. So I, I Miss, do you feel like our thing this week is too? Uh, she definitely feels like this week. Yeah. No, I don't think. I think this week's pretty specific. It's like anything that has Thanksgiving. And the, if you really think oh, about it, yeah. there's not a lot of Thanksgiving shit. Yeah. That's why I, I well, originally there are. There are if you go, if you, right. With movies, TVs, music, it opens it up. We're, we're completely opening up. Top five, whatever. SNL sketches, TV show episodes, uh, songs, movies. What's your top five? Right. Um, but what I would say, okay, so back to the list. We then get into the top five, and or the top five has eighth place or sixth place has four movies. So we have Kelly's Heroes at four, The Hunt for Red October at four, Apocalypse Now, and Good Morning Vietnam. These are all solid choices. They're all, you know, so it's good. Um, <laughs> fourth place is where things get crazy. So the. <laughs> <laughs> so Missy says, all right, I'm trying to say this as a loving as a mother could say this to her children. If you open it up, it's going to be a free for all and you're going to get a thousand different choices. That's where we're at. But I don't know how to make a Thanksgiving thing where there's enough options to vote for unless you open it up. Now, afterwards, maybe we'll be a lot more specific. Like before, we were pretty specific, like top five sci-fi, top five 90s action. That's pretty specific. So we were more specific. So maybe that's why I kept it under control. Lately, we've been more broad. So maybe that's what we'll have to figure it out. But for Thanksgiving, yeah, I, mean, I think we have Thanksgiving, to. Thanksgiving, we, we have to open lot, it up. There's not a lot of Thanksgiving movies or whatever. So, so top five, pretty good. Um, fifth, again, tied for four, four votes each. Kelly's Heroes, Hunt for October, Apocalypse Now, Good Morning Vietnam. All solid choices. Good Morning Vietnam, we talked about uh, when we did the Robin Williams episode. Extremely well done. Kelly's Heroes. Kelly's Heroes is a great uh, – it's, it's, it's like a Ocean's Eleven set in – World War Two. It's really good. It's trying to steal shit. Yeah, nice. yeah, that's what it's about. It's really good. It's a lot of fun. Um, uh, so it's a great movie. Hunt for October is an interesting choice. It does it definitely has military in it. And if we didn't make it a vague military category, Hunt for October, I don't think it would have gotten four choices. But when you think about it, the Hunt for October is a military movie. It's about the great, you know, the great We're commander of the sub. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, Four is where the controversy starts, and four is an interesting thing. So, Stripes was our fourth was our fourth place film. It had five votes. The controversy comes in where people say Stripes is not a a military movie, and that's absolutely insane. And then the next statement after that is, well, it is a military movie, but it's disrespectful to the military, and. It's a comedy. It's about the military, but I there's never a moment where I don't feel that Stripes is. It has pro-military characters in it, and I feel like the heart, the Sergeant Hulka character is the ultimate military guy. Um, that's World War Two movie. So that week, oof. Um, 
Maybe, maybe we'll do that. But that's that's a that's not vague. But that is a very large list. You're talking about yeah, everyone. but it's very specific. So it is very. Cold War is definitely still war, Corey. I agree with you. Um, but yeah, so stripes yeah. cause a lot. Stripes cause a lot of problems. People were very upset that stripes was getting a lot of votes. I like stripes, and I think it's a great military movie because. Yeah, Bill Murray's character for the first half of the movie is an asshat, but then he comes around and he saves everybody. And also, he he gets he gets it's a redeeming movie. Guidance. Yeah, it, 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 I don't know. I, I I'm not saying it's it's not apocalypse now, but it's not a disrespectful military movie. I would I'd be curious if anybody like who's in the military who watches our show or listens to our show, drop us a line on that. Is stripes yeah. is stripes disrespectful to the military? Because there was a real real big debate in the in the uh, the voting. Looking. Disrespect um, a lot of military movies. So, <laughs> military disrespect. So the top three, the top three were not shocking. Uh, we had one that was by itself at, at three, and then two tied for one. So um, Saving Private Ryan came in third place, seven votes. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. I would put it higher. There's movies I, that aren't on this list that I would put on this list. Well, they're <laughs> they might have actually been on the list. Um, I can like I said, I can't just didn't get enough votes, but yeah. Well, like we had fifty-seven movies that didn't get votes. Um, so like the top three is yeah, top three is totally Saving, Saving Private Ryan is great. Um, and the two that tied for one, Full Metal Jacket and Platoon, both Vietnam War movies. Um, I'm not. I I rewatched Platoon last night, and I. I've never really been the biggest Platoon fan. I think there are better Vietnam War movies. In all honesty, right. I think Full Metal Jacket might be one of them. If you're if you're asking me, do I have to pick between Stanley Kubrick and Oliver Stone? I will always pick Stanley Kubrick. But Full Metal Jacket is is really two movies. It, it's two movies, and the first movie is way better than the second movie. Yeah, in my opinion. Um, and and the second movie kind of just gets away from him. But the first half, the training, uh, the training yes. in Paris Island is some of the best stuff ever put on film. Um, and platoon platoon. I rewatched last night. It's good. Um, but I remember I, there's a movie called hamburger Hill. That's a really great Vietnam war movie that when I went to see it with my uncle who was in the Vietnam war, he said, I don't like platoon as much as I like this. This seemed more real. Cause yeah. platoon, the platoon, there's a lot of drama with, um, the Sergeant Elias character and the Sergeant Barnes character. And it's like, it, it, it's borderline, you know, I'm sure it happened, you know, in, in places, but it, it gets, it takes over the movie. And while it's great, um, you know, everybody's really good in it. Berenger's really good. And I, you know, I was surprised to see Johnny Depp, you know, in a supporting role before he was a star. It was right after, yeah. uh, right after Nightmare on Elm Street. And, um, you know, really good cast, uh, Keith David and, uh, you know, so many people popping up, Forrest Whitaker. Um, but it's not my favorite Vietnam movie and it's not my favorite military movie. It's just. See, I mean, now that we're going over the list, I kind of see how we maybe could have. I don't know. We could have picked a branch, I guess. I don't know, because I'm missing. I, 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 mean, I know so, you said Black Hawk Down. It got it didn't get enough votes, but I didn't hear Crimson Tide. Not once. Crimson Tide didn't get any votes. So here are the one vote movies. We'll go through them really quick. 1917. Last of the Mohicans. Mr. Roberts, which is a Mr. Roberts is a great movie from the 50s. Uh, That's Henry Fonda and James Cagney. Really good. 
Um, and also Jack Lemmon, really great movie. The Battle of Algiers, Ron, which is a great Japanese war movie um, by Kurosawa. The Deer Hunter. Great movie. Uh, Casualties of War, I also think, is a better Vietnam movie than Platoon um, with the same kind of concepts, uh, which is Sean Penn and uh, Michael J. Fox, which is great. Um, great movie. Hamburger Hill got a vote. Patton got a vote. Heartbreak Ridge got a vote, uh, the Clint Eastwood movie, which is really nice. Um, 12 Strong got a vote, which is a, a recent one. Wind Talkers, which is about the, the Navajo tribe. Uh, Red Dawn got Nick a vote. Stage vehicle. Yes. <laughs> Tigerland got a vote. Uh, Bridge on the River Kwai got a vote. Oh, if, you, if you, if you, uh, if you, you owe it to yourself if you like classic movies, if you want to actually get a, a working knowledge of classic movies. The Bridge on the River Kwai is David Lean, who also did Lawrence of Arabia. The Bridge on the River Kwai is one of the greatest movies ever made. It's about uh, POWs that are captured by the Japanese and they're forced to build a bridge. And Alec Guinness, from uh, who played Obi Wan Kenobi, he plays a, a colonel that wants to build the best possible bridge going. And William Holden is an American that uh, that gets captured and escapes, and then is forced to go back to destroy the bridge that this British colonel loses his mind building. It is right. a phenomenal movie. A uh, GI Jane got three votes. Not not enough to not enough to uh, jump. Actually, what about yeah, the Last three. Samurai? Uh, Last Samurai, no votes. Uh, Predator, Predator got votes. Um, See what else? Yeah, the first half uh, of Predator is actually like a military. It movie. is a military movie. Um, the Long Voyage Home. Doctor Strangelove got some votes. Thirteen Hours got votes. Um, we did have some some horror movies. So Frank Frankenstein's Army got votes. Destination <laughs> Destination Tokyo. Thirty Seconds Over Tokyo. So there's a lot of like um, old war movies. Um, World War Z got some votes. Army of Darkness. Dog Soldiers got votes. Um, Catch Twenty Two, no Rambo, no Rambo. Rambo. Greyhound, which was a new uh, Tom Hanks movie on Apple TV. That yeah, we're talking I was about. the one that mentioned that. Forrest, one Forrest Gump got got a vote, which is a military movie. Lieutenant Dan, that makes sense. Uh, In Harm's Way, which is a John Wayne movie, really good. Um, the Big Red One, which is a Lee Marvin movie, really good. Also, Fighting Seabees, another John Wayne movie. The Hurt Locker, which was a popular Great. movie, a Oscar good best. Wayne. A good Oscar winner movie, Captain America, Troy. Um, <laughs> Captain America got a vote? Fuck yeah. Captain America. Uh, I guess it's a war movie. That makes sense. Fury got a vote. The tank movie, Brad Pitt. Hacksaw Ridge uh, got some votes. The Dark Crystal, Willow, Gladiator. Braveheart got a vote. The Last Castle. Joy Noel. Um, das Boot, which is a fantastic das movie. Ah, uh, yeah. About, Why did the army get any votes? Yeah. Well, if if stripes piss people off, yeah, there's no way people off in the army. There's no way Polly Shore. Um, yeah, maybe so that's what we like. War movies by genre. War movie, um, military movie. Gettysburg, world. Gettysburg got a vote. Um, Ants got a vote. Uh, Behind enemy lines, the uh, Luke and Luke Wilson movie. Biloxi Blues. What else? Biloxi Blues. I used you to watch guys, Gettysburg all the time on VHS, where you had to switch VHS. You know, switch to watch the, the rest switch of it. The, <laughs> the two big, the big box, um, Biloxi Blues, which is the uh, Neil Simon movie, Sansa Iwo Jima, another John Wayne movie. The Fighting Sullivans is a great movie from the fifties. It's about the brothers um, that were all killed in war, and then basically that uh, became a basis for the Sullivan Law. Do you know what the Sullivan Law is? Yeah, where they they can't they have to basically what Saving Private Ryan's based on. Yes, it's 
yes, but it's been, the Fighting Sullivan's is about the brothers that actually did die. Um, the Great Escape, another another of these movies that you owe it to yourself to to sit down and watch. Just Great Escape is amazing. Steve McQueen, James Garner, Charles Bronson, amazing. Richard Attenborough, so many good people. Uh, a prison camp movie, really good. Um, and also the other uh, Steve McQueen movie, The Sand Pebbles, which is about about uh, Navy guys. Uh, really amazing. Um, zookeeper's Wife got a, got a one. Schindler's List got a vote. I didn't understand that one. Is the zoo, How is the Zookeeper's Wife? Was I've never seen it. So it's Zookeeper's Wife. It's about it's about Germany. It's about um, she hides she hides people during the war. But I don't know that, that uh, uh, a Matt Damon movie. No, you're thinking about We Bought a Zoo. Oh. Jesus Christ! Uh, who, who, like, am I, who am I? Who am I doing the show with? Um, Pan's okay. Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth. Glory got a vote. Glory definitely deserved more Glory votes. Glory is a great movie. It should have got way more votes. And then the ultimate piece of resistance, the movie that should have probably got more votes too, The Dirty Dozen, is another like. I I am happy that our list does include The Great Escape, The Dirty Dozen, The Bridge on the River Kwai. Do you know the plot of the Dirty Dozen, no. Paul? Okay, Dirty Dozen is was a '60s action uh, World War II movie. Lee Marvin takes a band of terrible people. <laughs> it kind of it's a little bit like Inglorious Bastards, but I was just about to say a, that like similar, right? Yeah, well, it's the Inglorious Bastards is based on the Dirty Dozen a little bit. So basically, it takes twelve people: Jim Brown, Charles Bronson, Telly Savalas. It is fantastic. They base uh, Donald Sutherland. They basically have to go in and take out a chateau in in Germany that is housing. It's basically a chateau that Hitler's generals go to do to relax. Right. And they basically have to take out the entire chateau and kill everybody in it. It is awesome. It, it like yeah. it, it's really good. John Cassavetes is in it. It's so I'm I'm happy that our list has the Dirty Dozen, the Great Escape. The Sand Pebbles. I'm I'm sad that they didn't get higher. Bridge on the Require. Those are some movies I saw with my dad, and I absolutely love them. But what are you going to do? But it's a good list. I, I I don't know that I like Platoon winning over Save a Private Ryan. I always I always view Save a Private Ryan as better well, than Glory. Platoon. Used to be like one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. So I mean that movie's Glory's great. Glory's a great movie, and Glory's the movie that gave us Denzel Washington and all his glory, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. But so. Um, Matthew Broadwick. Well, that, I think that everybody won Oscars in that movie, right? Yeah. Well, it, I don't picture. know. It, it didn't win Best Picture. Didn't win Best Picture? No, no. it didn't win Best Picture. What? No. No. Nope. Oscars. Motherfucker. <laughs> Did not win Best Picture. Best Sound Mixing. Best Sound Mixing. Best Supporting Actor. Best Cinematography. Best Production Design. And Best yeah. Film. Oh, yeah. so Broadwick didn't even get. No, broader. No, that that's definitely Denzel's movie. Yeah. Um, but so good list. We're happy that everybody was involved. Again, we had over seventy-five movies get mentioned in some way. That means you're paying attention. That means your your game not near. You know, we've had two weeks in a row where we've had at least people vote for at least seventy different. Like it's been crazy. So right. So next week is a little bit a little bit offside. It's not it's not specific. It's it and we, we know this. But it's specifically because we there's not a ton of Thanksgiving movies, but there are some. It there's not a ton of Thanksgiving television episodes, but there definitely are some. And there's not a ton of Thanksgiving songs, but there are some. So we're gonna make it pop culture and Thanksgiving. What are your five favorite Thanksgiving pop culture events? Can be a movie, can be a television show, can be music. 
can be an SNL sketch, right? It can be all those things. Anything Pop culture, Thanksgiving. anything Thanksgiving. It could be Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Could be could be anything. Streaming today on Apple Plus. Right now. Um, if Apple Plus wants to throw us memberships, we'll take it. Um, yeah. what else? What do what do you got planned for this week? Anything big this planned for this week? You've been doing a lot yeah. of shows. No, you're home. How are the parents? Parents are good. Rents are good. Parents are good. It's just you know, just hanging out, getting ready to lock down the second the, time. How's the puppy? Are the puppies okay? Yeah, he's over there. He's sleeping. He's like, yeah, I sleep with this. That's what he's he does. Like, he's old. He's almost he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go to sleep right after this because I'm exhausted and sick. But yeah, I've slept thank for you like very much. Two days, it feels like. <laughs> thank you for uh, thank you for watching Loud and Nerdy. Thank you for listening. Uh, where can they find you, Paul Spratt? At Paul Spratt on everything. It's super easy. Um, and I am I'm I'm Florida movie guy on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, next week, uh, thank, all Thanksgiving, we'll talk Turkey Night, pre-Turkey Night. One of, it used to be one of the biggest drinking nights of the year. No bars Not will be open by the time we get to next week. Nope, it'll be drinking you by yourself. So? You think it'll all be closed down? By I next think. Week? We'll, I think we'll be. I think. I think most of the states will. New York City just shut schools down. Yeah, that's so. that's one of the big blows. Um, yeah. But. We'll be here. We'll be discussing. We'll, we'll maybe we'll have cocktails. We'll try to be celebratory, getting ready for Turkey Day. I will drink beers if you want to drink beers. I will drink beers. We'll do online beers. <laughs> we'll do online beer. Maybe we'll do know. online beers. We'll do something. Drinks. Maybe we'll do a cocktail. Maybe we'll do a loud and nerdy cocktail. What can we? We'll come up with something. We'll figure it out. That'd be amazing. Um, but Missy keeps saying PA is still open for now. For now, we'll it is. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Um, I'm back in a minute in December. So but we, we, uh, we love, we close. love doing the show and thank you so much for watching. Have a great week. Everybody stay safe. Wear a mask. We can beat this. I got to figure it out. And I got to figure out what happened. Only, and we'll only like, and only I was like on the road and all blah, blah, blah. 30. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he's still working on that. We're working on the technology. It will happen. Well, it'll happen. We'll do something for maybe it'll be a Christmas movie. We can actually. Well, we still do Cabin in the Woods because since we already put the work in for it, and I'll figure that out, and then maybe we'll do a Christmas movie live in Emmaus because he asked me because he's looking to do anything since there's no movies. So we'll figure <laughs> it out. But I'll see what I could do. Okay. I will work on that uh, this weekend. I'll have an answer okay. for next, next show. I'll have an next show, next. it'll be like a Thanksgiving Day present. So thanks for watching. Everybody have I a great day. I was there for a whole week. Shut your face. I was there for a whole week. Works three days on the road. Yeah, I was gone a whole week. Well, we can't we can't all be amazing post office men. <laughs> yeah, I can't. can't all be that. Uh, it's uh, hard to work here. Thank you for watching. Stay out of trouble. Watch something good. Mandalorian. See, I'm, not, I'm not paid by Apple. I'm paid by Disney. <laughs> yeah, somebody's paying you. Yeah, somebody's paying all me. All right. See you guys next week, 8 o'clock. Tell 8 o'clock. Same bad time, same bad channel. Bye. Okay. Bye. Later. Oh, we still got – when will it cut out?